Bottle Episode is a spirited podcast about spiritist libations. Those under their country's legal drinking age should turn off this podcast and go do their homework. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to Bottle Episode, the professional bartender's guide for the cocktail enthusiast. I'm Lan, your host and professional bartender. I'm Elise, your other host and cocktail enthusiast. That is right. I said host this time, which felt weird. Yeah, that's a I, new element. Yeah. <laughs> I used to say that before I had you on the podcast, uh, and now we are co-hosts. Yes. And so I should have said co-host. I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. We're both hosts, co-hosts, whatever. But- <laughs> uh yeah whatever um today we are speaking with uh someone i met relatively recently at uh bar five day which i know i've mentioned in the podcast before like the upper echelon of like bar and spirits training uh because again there isn't that much there mm-hmm. aren't that many like bartender education programs that are actually like good which uh, did we talk about how you you passed? I passed. In your yes. Bar already. Yes. And, and how well, that is uh, super cool and exciting. Yeah. And the person that we are speaking to today also passed. Uh, bar ready, baby. Yeah. Uh, bar ready. Yeah. Uh, she has worked at uh, Toasted Coconut in Houston, uh, and now she's working in Galveston at Daiquiri Timeout and the Pelican and the Shark. Uh, it is Sarah Troxel. Hooray! Woo. Hi, everybody. Imagine so stoked applause. to be here. Woo! Uh, how you doing today? So good. I'm so stoked to get to hang out with you guys and chat more. And yeah, yeah, hey, be awesome. here. Thank Glad you. you thank you so much by. for for carving out some time. I know that it was it was kind of just this perfect like two hour block that both of us had today. Free time that now in Austin. became mm-hmm. now became a like one hour block. So yeah, this will be okay. a, this will be a pretty short episode, but uh, because. Again, we are all working like well, you and I are working bartenders. At least you're a you're a I'm working enthusiast. Just, I just do lots of things. Yeah. No, at least at least does way more than than I do. Actually. I just float around. She helps out at the Roosevelt Room at the host stand. You sell you vintage, do sell social vintage. media things. Yeah. I'm everywhere, and no one understands how I do it, including myself. So. I yeah, I mean, you do. You're like when I wake up in the morning. I'm just like drag myself out of bed and you're like, I've uh, been on my phone working. I've been in bed, but I've been on my phone working for three hours. Yeah, it's fine. It's Uh, probably not a great work habit to just like start off your day in bed doing work, but it's a great reason to stay in bed. So not so bad. There are worse places to work. Truly. Yes, there are. Like bars sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) Facts. Uh, so we're, we're here today to talk about a cocktail, dole out some advice, some solicited, some unsolicited, all that, all that good stuff. Uh, but what cocktail are we talking about today? Uh, today we're talking about the Queen's Park Swizzle, one of my favorite, uh, classic cocktails that kind of lives in the tiki tropical world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so what are the building blocks of a Queen's Park Swizzle? Queen's Park, main ingredients. I like to bill it to guests who are unfamiliar. It's like a up-level mojito, like yeah. a little bit mm-hmm. fancier, a little more adult flavor profile. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're talking fresh mint, great rum, fresh lime juice, either a simple or demerara syrup, and a hefty dose of Angostura bitters floated on top. Oh, yeah. 
Gotta have the Angostura bitters. Best part. Yes, best part. <laughs> and the thing that I almost forgot when I was building them today. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a great drink. And that's kind of how I, I sell it to guests as well is like, this is, you like a mojito? Why don't you try a Queen Spark? It's essentially all the same stuff minus the soda plus the bitters. Yep, exactly. Mm. Still like a very refreshing, long, cold, yeah, sweet and sour drink. You mm -hmm. get all the like green, fresh herbs right in your face with the mint bouquet garnish. And uh, yeah, very much resembles a mojito, but just like with a little added punch from Ango. For sure. Uh, and if you like baking spice you're and you like mojitos, you're going to like You're going to like spice. it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so why did you want to talk about this one today? Uh, you know, for me, it's kind of like the Queen's Park, especially um, within the world of speed rack, is like a cocktail that is very seems very simple in its parts, but it is very challenging. If you don't execute it well, um, it's not a good drink. And, mm -hmm. like, it definitely takes the attention to detail to make it taste right and be also like beautiful and delicious and not look sloppy. Mm -hmm. um, and so, especially in like the speed rack context. It was what a cocktail that I focused on a lot in my training um, because I wanted it to look gorgeous and not be not have a bad wash line and have like a beautiful mint bouquet on top and not look sloppy. Mm -hmm. And you still want like that. You want today. that. No. Yeah. <laughs> but not unlike yours last night. Well I guess Armando made it last night. It wasn't you Armando sorry. Did make but it still it was still yeah. a beautiful, uh very like one of the best Queen's Park puzzles I've ever had comes from Roosevelt Room. So yeah. yeah. Um but the, the good thing about drinking on a podcast is that they can be ugly drinks and yeah. Nobody yeah. Knows. It still it's tastes delicious. And mm -hmm. the the uh Fiji choice is awesome. Yeah, That's yeah. Great. We went with yeah. uh plantation uh Isle of Fiji rum, which is relatively well priced. I think it's like twenty five bucks. Yeah. Uh super approachable price point. Mm -hmm. That's what's great about rum too. Is like, that it's relatively cheap. It's real in the grand scheme of Spirits, it is on the cheap end, especially yeah. when we're talking like agave distillates and yeah. whiskey. Um, when you can, yeah. you can get really good quality rum for twenty bucks. Yep. Yeah, and you can get really good quality rum for, you know, one hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yes. but you can also get really bad quality rum for eighty bucks. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's kind of a it's kind of a crapshoot, but. Uh, yeah, that's like a whole other podcast yeah, episode. That's, that's, talking that's about a whole thing. We, the quality we, of rum and we, how to read a label. We straight yeah. up do not have time no. for that today. No. Uh, but I think I forgot to mention in your in your as I was introducing you, uh, and the thing that I think a lot of our listeners don't know about is speed rack. You're the current speed rack champion. Yes, uh, I currently hold the national title, but not for too much longer. Uh, the next season national finals is happening at Tales of the Cocktail um, mm -hmm. in a month. Um, so yes. I'm really excited to help crown a new champion, but uh, national speed rack champion. And if you don't know what speed rack is, it's a, a female bartending competition based on speed and quality. Um, and they've been doing this for almost 10 years or 10 years now and raised so much money that goes towards all towards breast cancer research and charities and mm -hmm. foundations regarding that. Um, and if you're in the hospitality industry, you've definitely heard of Speed Rack, but outside of that, like it's just a really rad organization to be a part of. And I'm currently mentoring a couple of girls who are competing in the national competition, which is really awesome because I still get to be obsessed about Speed Rack, even though I am <laughs> never competing again. <laughs> That's rad, though. Yeah, uh, so cool. Speed Rack was like the first time I heard about it. I didn't. I didn't. One, I didn't get the pun, and two, <laughs> I, I like, I was just like, oh, a thing where people go fast. Can I do that? And no, it's only one. I was like, looked uh, into it a little bit. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a head to head competition where you make four classic cocktails 
as fast and as well as you can against the same four against another girl. It's like a bracket competition, and uh-huh. ultimately you get penalties for wash line, if you missed an ingredient, how your drink tastes balance-wise, how it looks, all of those things, if you're messy. Um, and then whoever finishes fastest moves on to the next round until there's a winner. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool competition. And uh, I've, I've, like, I've watched some of the rounds before. Uh, like last year during Tales, we had like a virtual thing at the Roosevelt Room, uh, which was very cool. And we had Speed Rack on for a second. Um, I haven't scrutinized the wells. Are they good? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. They are 10 year old, or maybe not quite 10 years old. I don't think I started with these, but like traveling bartender well setups, like kind of like catering style, okay. but that like pack down into like a suitcase basically, or like, I mean, a big suitcase, but that have literally traveled, I'm pretty sure out even outside of the country, but across the country for almost 10 years. And so they're Damn. like rickety. Your like bottle rail is basically, I liken it to like, the like plastic mesh baskets you get your strawberries in from the farmer's market. It's like mm. just one of those except longer. Oh no. <laughs> uh, where you're like setting awful. your bottles back down. Um, it does have like a pretty nice bar, but there, if you like bump it, you also, there's like a buzzer involved. And if you slam your hand on the buzzer, you are most likely going to knock your drinks over. Oh. Um, that's like one of my first speed rack tips to anybody new competing, like practice tapping the buzzer, not like, Mm. slamming the buzzer because you'll it'll jiggle the bar enough to like knock a coop over for sure Uh, okay so Uh, it's definitely like an exercise and like understanding your environment a little bit and it's mm. if you come from like the most beautiful well-made well-designed craft cocktail bar like that is not what is happening at speed rack yeah on stage uh well it sounds better than the bar five day oh it (laughs) was absolutely better than uh a low height Table with a tablecloth on it. Yes. Low it height table with a bus that. tub full of ice. Yes. It well, speed rack is a bus tub full of ice. Oh, it is a bus tub. Mm. It is a bus tub full of ice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, man. But like, it's not behind you though. Yeah. It's in front of you. That was such a hard part Ooh. of of bar five. And and I imagine of speed rack is that like especially if if you're being graded on the quality and the look of your cocktails, making something with ice that has been sitting in a non-insulated container. It, that's basically like sitting in water. Yeah, yeah, just sitting in its own water, melting actively. But you're it's... kind of like using your hand to like strain the water off mm-hmm. after you scoop it so that yeah. you're not just putting a bunch of water into your cocktail or shaker or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. That yeah, sounds awful. all of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all of that. Luckily at Speed Rock on stage, they are using cold draft. They're changing the bus tub out between every round. So you're getting mostly dry cold draft ice so it's it could be worse for sure yeah Uh, but you are getting mostly dry not cold not insulated but mostly dry yeah Uh, when we talk about dry ice we're not talking about like dry ice like the smoky spooky dry ice yes sorry when we no 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 Uh, i i think at this point we this is episode 10 and i think at this point most of our listeners are industry, which I would love to not have be the case eventually. Yeah, like, expand to. Yeah, yeah. I think people. like share this, with your this, cocktail enthusiast yeah, friends. Share it with your cocktail enthusiast friends because the, this is at the end of the day information mostly for people who are in the trade. Are are not in the trade. Oh, not in the trade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that's the, true. It's yeah. for the cocktail enthusiast. And so, uh, like when we talk about wet ice versus dry ice, we talk that means like has this ice been actively melting? Has it? Is it like is it like fresh out of the freezer? Yes. That's dry ice. Is it has it been sitting for a while and like melting? That's wet ice. Yeah. Think about like your cooler at the lake or the beach or 
when you f- first put the ice in, yeah, it's cold and dry, and then very shortly you have water and ice in your cooler. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and that's a huge part of of like professional level cocktail building is the quality of your ice. I think it's less important as a like home bartender, but mm-hmm. it does help to have good ice. Can I ask a really stupid question that you're probably going to be like, "Why are you asking me this?" I'm so. Uh, Go on. Um. So when you say dry shake, <laughs> dry shake is yes. that because it's dry ice? No, no, no. Dry shake means without ice at all. Okay, okay. So there's dry ice, which is not wet ice, and there's a dry shake <laughs> and dry which martini, means no ice at all. Yeah. And then uh, there's a dry martini, which means less dry vermouth, and a yeah. wet martini, which means, means more, more dry, dry vermouth. vermouth. So bartending, so. <laughs> bartending isn't hard. But, but then bartenders make it hard by all of these. Just we're going to use the same. That's it. We're going to use the same word, and you just have to use context clues to yes. figure it's it out. Essentially, yes. the wrong word. And that's yes. that's why. Okay. That, and that's part of why I wanted to do this podcast <laughs> in the first place is that so much of this <laughs> is so semantic yeah and it's deciphering what your guest is saying yeah and translating that and what they're the words and the vocabulary that they use and know regarding to cocktails and spirits and making that make sense to your bar and your program and like what and you have to translate what they're asking for to mm-hmm. like what they actually want is like yeah. generally mm-hmm. two different exactly it's wild dry martini is the mm-hmm. is like the big example yeah for sure. I, I, like it's it's one of those things where i like and we'll we do have a segment later where we will talk about martinis a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like, that's something that I, we've talked about in the past is like, I'll, I'll, I'll go. And so how dry would you like your martini? Pretty dry. So do you mean <laughs> like a little vermouth or no vermouth? <laughs> no vermouth is <laughs> always the answer. And, and so that, that comes into play. I, I, I wish that we would get away from from calling it dry just because I think like it confuses me. Cause so dry means less dry vermouth. Yes. Because like yes. the dry vermouth is what's making it wet. Yes. Yes. Nailed so it. I didn't make it. this up. Silly, yeah. but yeah. uh it's extremely yeah. silly. Yeah. It's extremely silly and bad. Which, like, honestly, that that goes back to like maybe just like know your ratio. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Just well, say, that's like, that's what I want to get. Yeah. My ideal scenario is a world in which people know their martini ratios. That would be my. What's your martini ratio? I know we're supposed to talk about Queens Parks, but should we just uh, well, should we well, just do <laughs> since this we're is playing quick, fast and loose? It's episode ten. Let's let's honestly, shake up the format. Martinis let's talk about martinis right now. <laughs> Typically, typically we would take a break, make another round of cocktails, and then we would talk about like, what's your martini spec? Because oh. we, what we have found, <laughs> what we found is that every bartender that we've talked to, or at least enough of the bartenders that we have talked to, want to talk about martinis, and then we're like, no, we've already, we've already, covered we've done martinis. this, so we can't do that. That's but <laughs> we give, we give bartenders the space to talk about their martini, yeah. uh, spec. Mine is a like juniper gin. Uh, beef eater is my go-to. Uh, equal parts with Dolan dry vermouth, orange bitters. If I feel super fancy, I might add like a dash of absinthe, or Ooh. or play with the vermouth a little bit more, uh, and a lemon twist always. Yeah, stirred. 
yeah. stirred. Uh, what about you? Since we're we're getting into since it. we're here, yeah. Uh, I'm three to one up with a twist and an olive, if they have Castle Voltronos. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The only olive that exists in the world. Castle okay. I mean, are pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, you're right. But the only one that I want in my martini is the Castle Voltrano. And so yeah. I'll do lemon twi- up with a twist. But if I know the bar has Castle Voltranos, I'll do I'm an olive and a twist because it's, it's a drink with a snack, yo. Yeah, Who yeah. doesn't love a drink with a snack? Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly drink with a snack. Let's make it Especially happen. like any booze soaked at the bottom of the cocktail, olive, strawberry, frozen thing. I don't care. Whatever oh, yeah. it is. I love mm-hmm. the booze soaked fruit from the bottom of your drink. One of my favorite parts. Fuck me up with that Mm -hmm. fruit. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I mean, we were talking about Queen Sparks, but I yeah I can talk about martinis all day. I know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Should we get back to the swizzle? Yeah. Let's talk about swizzling. Whatever. Let's let's talk about we've let's talk about swizzling as a technique because we've talked about shaking, we've talked about stirring, and we've done like some some TikTok videos about like for tutorials of like how to shake how to stir that kind of stuff and if we haven't done all of that yet i'm not 100 percent sure you're the one who posts that stuff i am gonna hopefully post a stirring video today oh Oh, cool uh Um, and i don't know if we've covered a shaking video yet but we will eventually it'll be out by the time this this drops out um but uh swizzling is a different thing yeah are all swizzle sticks like the one that we have are they all wood no no Okay. At the Roosevelt Room, we actually just recently switched to a metal swizzle I stick. I noticed you had which metal I ones. Was, I was skeptical of. Yeah. I was worried that I was going to be breaking glasses with it. I love it. Awesome. Mm. I was going to ask you about it because I noticed that when you guys were in front of the service well, I saw the metal one. I was Have like, you ooh, used I've never ones? used a metal okay. one. No. Yeah, so yeah. basically a swizzle stick, it is like a stick, and then the bottom has like little it looks almost like a there's a like there's a tree that they grow off the lele tree the lele tree yeah um, and they grow just... and the one that we have here is is like a lele tree literally like a tree branch yeah, is yeah. what you're branch. so it's like five little like branch spokes at the bottom of, of this a long... literal stick yeah stick and then you just take it and you rub it between your finger or rub it between your hands, almost as if you're trying to start a fire. That's what I was going to uh-huh. liken it to for anybody yeah. who's never seen a swizzle stick is like, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like starting yeah. a fire, rubbing the wood little, between your hands. Do a little bit of ASMR. <laughs> you do that, but with a stick. <laughs> and uh, and you kind of give it like a nice little agitation with crushed ice. And Bob's your uncle. You've got a swizzle. Yep. It's like helping you chill down your drink, emulsify the ingredients that you have in your glass. Um, most swizzles are served in a Collins or like a tall, some mm-hmm. sort of tall Pilsner glass. Yeah, yeah. Tall, long, that will fill, take a lot of crushed ice. Yeah. And and that's, and it makes it, like, you could you could shake it, but that might over-dilute it, and stirring it won't quite dilute it enough, and it won't give you, like, the agitation you need. Yep. So swizzle... In the same way that that throwing splits the difference, which I think we've talked about throwing, uh, uh, to some probably extent. a little bit, so, probably a little bit. But in the same way that that splits the difference between shaking and stirring, swizzling okay. also splits the difference between shaking and stirring, but more in the in the like direction of shaking. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's a fun technique. Uh, it's it's hell on my order of ops, but. It's uh, <laughs> but it's a fun technique. Yeah, we can talk about. I mean, order of ops is a big part of speed rack too, right? Mm-hmm. It's like when do you you have to pay a lot of attention to this drink and like you don't want to let it sit on crushed ice forever while you're building 
eight to 10 other drinks, but you also, if you want it to do the work for you, right? Sitting on the crushed ice, it's like chilling and diluting. So you have to like time when you're icing that drink mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in regards to when you're making other drinks. Yeah. That's a, for, for bartenders, that's a huge part of like the finer points of, yeah. of bartending is, is, you know, deciding in what order you're going to pour yes. your ingredients and in what order you're going to actually make your large round. In speed rack, it was always after anything shaken and before typically anything stirred for yeah, me. It's kind like of that. like right in the middle. Uh, I, I, I personally, I think I'd place it betwixt shaken or before shaking and straining shaken up drinks, but yeah, uh, but after yes, all the rest any, of the and so drinks. that yes, and like usually it would be truthfully what I finish would finish last because it's like typically like generally like requires the most attention to detail re-garnish and wash line and Mm. so i would shake and strain and stir everything and then i would be like topping up the queen's park hitting it with the mint bouquet and dashing the bitters and the straw and that was usually the last thing i'm doing in speed rack unless i have a stirred up drink Mm -hmm. because in speed rack especially a stirred up drink is like the most challenging to execute well on stage with lights in the heat so that was what i was putting in my glass last 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 last. that's that's Stirred up drinks are, are definitely the thing that I because you want it to be the coldest mm-hmm. and there's be, and it has the the quickest rate of deterioration yes. of any cocktail. But um, if I didn't have stirred up drinks, Queen's Park was last basically mm-hmm. as far sure. as what I'm finishing. Hmm. Yeah, and again, this this applies less to like if you're making drinks at home, but if yes. you're a bartender, <laughs> if you're a bartender listening to this and and haven't thought about this at all, you should think about it. Yeah, uh, this is the, this is the type of stuff mm-hmm. that like that like makes the makes. It really wows guests too to like talk to give them like to execute that kind of stuff perfectly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the Queen's Park is a really nice one. I I like I enjoy a daiquiri. I enjoy a mojito. I enjoy Angostura bitters. It's everything kind that of I like want. All mm-hmm. in that realm for sure. Yeah. Same. And my glass is empty. Yours is not. I know. I've been slow. Wow. I'm talking too much. <laughs> I know. I was, I was trying to the last bit, and I was like, like <laughs> am I making, am I, sl- I was trying so hard not to, not this, to slurp it earlier. <laughs> this it's is the ASMR episode. It really is. It. <laughs> the slurping sounds and the wibbling yeah. sounds. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to start whispering. Yeah, this, this episode has, this episode definitely has, like, more of a <laughs> frantic energy than our others, because I'm in, like, <laughs> kind of in a time m- crunch. more of a hurry than I think I've ever been on an episode of this podcast. Yeah. But I feel like we Is we it? had a good little conversation about the Queen Park Swizzle, and we had a good little conversation about martinis. And Speed yeah. Rack. And yeah, Speed and Rack. Speed Rack, I know. Yeah. Getting it all together. This Perfect. is truly the Speed Rack episode. Yes. The this Speed is the like Speed Rack done. of podcasts. Efficiency. Let's do this. Um, right. So do we want to take a little break? Yeah, let's and take then a little back? break, and then we'll cool. be back. Uh, we'll make another round, and we'll be back with some more cocktails and mostly advice. Amazing. back and we desperately want to know what are your tv bartending pet peeves tv bartending pet peeves oh (laughs) what do you see when you're watching tv and you're just like oh no either yeah like what are they drinking what is that person doing 
I think it's hard because my TV taste is terrible. I will be. <laughs> very i mean the, the worse the worse your tv taste i think the more <laughs> the easier it is the yeah. more <laughs> heinous the bar scenes are for sure uh so one of my favorite like guilty pleasures like need to just like turn the brain off is gilmore girls okay so every friday rory and lorelei go to her parents house to have dinner and so mm-hmm. they often have like pictures of martinis which i know is a thing but i'm looking at their like bar cart which is beautiful and like all crystal bottles and whatever and it just looks like a pitcher of water going into a glass i'm like are you guys drinking hot martinis richard the dad will be like oh i made a pitcher of martinis i'm like a pitcher (laughs) a pitcher (laughs) and then there's no ice in the pitcher and i'm just like in my mind i'm like you guys are drinking hot hot martinis (laughs) i know we're like not to take it back to martinis but that is like where my mind immediately actually it's actually fancy rich people uh ice pitcher it's a just a pitcher made of oh, ice. Oh, made yeah, of yeah. ice so that the uh-huh. martini is just like yeah. very cold. Oh no, I can dro- you imagine the, the ice pitcher vessel. dropped out of my hand and <laughs> it's fallen to the ground and I've just lost a hundred dollars worth of gin. Like, can you imagine if you one hole and just like just oh, no. starts dribbling out? Can you imagine if you like if there's a place that had like a pitcher martini? The same way I you get a pitcher of margarita or a pitcher or of like, beer. I worked yeah. at Dante and we we had. Did you have a pitcher? We had we had like like a, a table service martini that we did in like those we had like an antique martini pitcher yeah wait there are is, yeah there they're, are? they're they're okay. they're made of like either steel or silver and okay like the very elegant uh and you sit that in ice yeah let me sh- yeah like this i mean is, that's cool okay what i'm this seeing on gilmore good. girls is like a glass pitcher on a bar cart that okay. doesn't have any like condensation okay. chill yes. sweat or yeah. anything going into a just giant nice. glass that has also no chill <laughs> terrible but yeah. i'm gonna i i've, let's, I've let's, pulled up a picture let's make the the um, martini pitcher on ice very specifically happen this this one calls i'm here it for shaker. that that sounds dangerous um i've pulled up a picture which is not good good radio for but, podcast but but we can post it on our instagram and then that's good instagram but it looks like okay this. it's just like this, a it looks like a it looks cross like a between, cross between a, a shaker and a pitcher yeah right? shaker and a pitcher sorry i interrupted you and yeah it's silver oh that's cool. Had the pour spout it's yeah like teapot pitcher strainer situation yeah yeah and if i've that submerged into some ice or an ice water or on ice or ice bucket. Mm-hmm. That's at least keeping it more insulated than a glass yeah. pitcher on a bar cart. Yeah. In any situation. But yeah, sure. truly a like not frosty like so, pitcher of martini. But who wants to drink a hot martini? Terrible. I know those people exist in the world, but they are not my friends. And, <laughs> uh, and I think those people need need help. They need help. Like, yeah, um, these, little, thing, these things exist. Yeah, and like I don't want to. It's one of my favorite friends saying, "I don't want to yuck someone's yum." Yum, but, but like, oh boy. But uh, a hot gin martini, to me, is like the biggest. Did, oof, did oof. I have either of y'all ever watched? This is like old, early YouTube, but the the like hot Kool Aid. Yeah. Video on YouTube. I made this, oh, this for like, you. Boy, <laughs> No, <laughs> but but it says it, it's Julian, Julian Julian Smith. Julian Smith. Oh man, if you have not watched Julian Smith videos, you've oh. missed out on a golden corner of the internet. This is and like, that's what you this need is, to this is this is early YouTube times. 
All oh, of this man. is terrible radio. I made this for you. <laughs> but there's great impressions. And it's like, brother, I made you some hot Kool-Aid. No, it's, I made you some Kool-Aid. Is it hot? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going to drink that. And he's like, drink it. Drink like, it on the, or I'll no. pour it on the floor and blame it on you. And he's like, no. And he's like, I made this for you. And like that soundbite is like uh, the like sound logo of this guy's like entire brand. And I feel like it's like it's after like the original like bizarre, like the very like DIY bizarre YouTube post, into post the, muffins like, and shoes. It's post muffins, but it's in the same like still very bizarre and weird YouTube. Is but, this like, an age gap high, thing? High no, production no, value. Yeah, it might. I don't know. It I, might be like a slight age gap thing, like like. Slight, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've missed. I don't know muffins and shoes either. So you, I oh that, man, or at least I don't oh. think I do. I don't know. You might. That might be just like a weird part of your brain that you've blocked out. But very, you might know. Very not. And you might see it, very, and you'd be like, "These are yes. just just a whole era of memories rushing back." <laughs> do we need to I'm, license I'm, this? I'm pulling up the. I'm pulling up the 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 sound. Julian Smith, please I'm forgive holding us. Holding it up to the microphone. <laughs> I feel like I'm just gonna start using that. I made this That's for you. This for you. In my daily life, there's Honestly, that's very applicable. We need more Jillian Smith references that are like 10, 15 years. When was that video from? I don't know. But can we also just like, can we just Kool Aid? Can we live in the fact that I I got it? Perfect? You got it so right. So good. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna do it one more time. <laughs> anyway, I think this might be my my most favorite martini segment of all time so far. So far. Of, of, my, my favorite martini my favorite martini is hot Kool-Aid. Yeah. Hot Kool-Aid. Hot Kool-Aid and martini pitchers not on ice are the same thing. Yeah. Um I think that's anyway, decided. So that wasn't even Has our martini. Has anyone brought segment. it back to Gilmore Girls though? Uh no. yes. Have they? What? I believe that Care in the first episode mentioned how in Gilmore Girls, at one point, someone in the show, I have not watched it, I have not had the pleasure, um, just go like at a bar, just goes, shots! (laughs) And like, that's all. And they get shots. And they get shots. No further questions. like, Like, I think they're trying to buy shots for the whole bar or something like that, but it's just like, all they said was, Shots and shots appear. Oh. Which Watch I Gilmore like... Girls a lot of times over, and that's not ringing a bell. There's an episode where <laughs> Lorelai does karaoke, and her daughter tries to get her to do tequila shots, but I don't think she just says shots. Maybe, maybe. I mean, like maybe I, that, it wasn't. I, maybe Gilmore it's just Girls, like but... that is a. I feel like a sh- a a show thing where they're like shots for everyone, oh, shots yeah. all around. Oh, Shots for the bar. And then I was just like shots are there. And is it not just like I feel like I feel like in in the like mid aughts, maybe if somebody yelled shots for the bar, everybody would be like, yeah. But now I feel like if somebody's like shots for the bar, somebody's like, well, I'll do class azul. (laughs) Um, So speaking of shots, I I have some questions for you. Oh boy. Um so some listener questions. I have two that are kind of related. So my sister asked, 
Um, Our listeners are all people we know still. <laughs> my sister okay. Sarah. I could be like one listener, but it's my sister. <laughs> yeah, Sarah. you could have been. You like you. I was almost. I was almost really impressed with you being like really coy about the fact that. Like, we don't have that many people that listen to this podcast. Um, so a, a very, um, a listener who I definitely don't know and I'm definitely not related to asked, um, what are some, like, good either non-alcoholic drinks or cheaper options when you, like, want to drink and hang out with your friends, but, like, you're broke as fuck? Um, and, like, the etiquette of, like, I literally can't afford to be here, but, like, I want to be with my friends and I want to make sure people get paid. Um, yeah. Or is it? I mean, you can drink on the cheap, depending on where you go. For sure, that's definitely like making sure that you go somewhere that has some good value options. And I think like mm -hmm. most bars want to like span that gap, right? They want to mm -hmm. even like your higher end cocktail bars are still gonna have like your cheap like high life pony and a shot combo. Yeah, uh, something that you can drink, or even like. There, I use this term loosely, well, or like house spirit pour. Like mm -hmm. tequila shot is going to be like, even at like your highest end place, might be like, at least in Texas, might be like eight to 10 bucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, which is I like. I think our tequila is $9. Yeah. And so, and I would call Roosevelt like one of the higher end cocktail, mm -hmm. highest end cocktail bars in Gal or in Galveston, in Austin. Um, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for sure. And like charging a premium for like the entire experience. It's not mm -hmm. just like a hole in the wall where you're drinking like, and like, what is your house tequila at? Uh, our house tequila is Arete, which yeah. is a pretty solid tequila. Delightful. Well, that is like one of my go-to favorite, like aggressively priced tequilas on the market mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Well okay. made, delicious. Can't like hundred percent blue agave. All of the, all of the, all, all of the points that you want. But yeah, you can also hit all of the points that you want and get a plastic bottle of tequila called like El Toro or like whatever. Mm -hmm. And then drink it for four dollars somewhere. I'm like, I don't want that. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Even on the cheap, I'm not trying to drink that. I'm not trying to yeah. drink a four dollar tequila mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if you if your if your tequila shot is four dollars, either your your bar is doing a deal, or right. which that's which happens, or you are drinking tequila that is not tequila, industrial tequila production tequila that is. Mostly grain Not, spirit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so for me, it's about like knowing where you are going and knowing how to get the best bang for your buck, yeah. which obviously as a consumer is not not as easy when you're a bartender or you're a buyer for a food or food mm -hmm. and beverage place. Um, but sticking to whatever their house pours are are my is my go to, especially if you're like going to like a nicer or not even just a nicer place, but like a mid level place. You can trust that like their well tequila is not gut rot grain yeah. alcohol mm. and like you can spend six or seven or eight bucks for that tequila shot and like a Modelo or a High Life Pony or a Montucky Cold Snack or like a Lone oh, Star Montucky Cold Snack or a Montucky like, oh, Cold Snack we're a snack house we're a snack, snack. house mm -hmm. um, that's one of the only packaged beers we sell at one of the bars that I work at and I love it because people are like it's you want it's what it's what and I'm like I promise you it's a tall boy it's cold it's light it's it crisp it's refreshing it. it has it's beautiful like it's all you want in a cheap all right, let's take a second and just talk about Montucky. Montucky cold snack. Montucky cold snack. Sponsor us first I, of all. Second of all, also, sponsor them. Ah, it's my favorite beer. Also, it's, hashtag it's, crack a snack. Hashtag, a hashtag crack a snack. As hashtag they do not use, and I've checked. Yeah. And Montucky cold snack. Please 
Please, please use that hashtag use and please that. pay us a million dollars. I always say cracking beers and so crack, crack a snack, a snack yeah. right? It's right there. And I love it. I will drink it forever. It's just like. It's my favorite beer. They also Delicious donate like 8% of yeah. sales back to uh, region charities based regionally. Mm-hmm. Or charities based on regional sales, which is really, really. Yeah. Really, really cool. Really, really, really rad. Really cool. Um, and it's just like a, like, a good again brand. the can is so cute it has a little horse like it's very aesthetic have like, you seen the pride Montessori it, it's now? a yes, of course I've seen pegacorn with a rainbow yeah. a pegacorn like, with a rainbow for pride are you kidding me yeah, yeah it's radical um, Montucky like, Cold Snack is, is like the best branded best quality cheap beer that you can buy period period at, period. at least the grocery store here it's less than a buck for a for one tall boy, or like the six pack is running you like six bucks or something. Yeah, like you tall boy uh-huh. or something. I don't remember. You can get a now, thirty but. pack at like I I have bought <laughs> on multiple occasions. I have bought a thirty pack <laughs> at Total Wine for twenty dollars. Fact, yes. So yeah. less than a buck a can <clears throat> for like They're... a light, crisp, doesn't ask too much from you beer. That's just like chuggable and. Uh-huh. Perfect for any, especially outdoor activity. Yeah, they're an interesting brand because they are they're Mon- they're Montana based, but they contract contract, they contract through, in right? Wisconsin. Yeah, uh, which is it Wisconsin or Wyoming? One of the. I'd two. have to a take w. it to the Google. It's one I of know, the. I know, it's but it's I don't one know. of the W it's states. It's a W state for sure. Uh, yeah. I I put my phone away after playing. I made it for you like six times. Uh, but they they contract brew. I th- I think it's in Wisconsin, where some of the like bigger, like it's where like a lot of the big box, uh, breweries, brew. Yeah. Uh, I but I I guarantee you like their their stuff tastes awesome, mm-hmm. and like the <laughs> I were back when I first started like cocktail bartending, um a person that I was working with, she described it as, quote, it tastes like beer-flavored water, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah. And That's, I feel like I've had several friends who are like, I do not like beer. And then they try cold snack, and they're like, yeah, no, I like I this. And this. then people who like beer are also like, yeah, I like this. It's crushable. So it's just like such a good combination it's the perfect crushable especially like lower mm-hmm. in abv on like the grand scheme of beers mm-hmm. and like i know I think it's like just over five yeah so it's like you can drink drink it all day and not mm-hmm. hate yourself the next day yeah yeah. It's, yeah it's just so good and it's and it's like it's tastes enough like beer to be like fulfilling but it tastes but it's like not heavy enough that it like sits in your stomach like a rock yes like some of the higher gravity beers and by higher gravity beers i mean like even things like Coors banquet like it it sits right in the middle between light beer and 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 like Coors banquet or your butt heavy yeah yeah uh and and it sits right in that like sweet spot that's just like ah it's perfect um so speaking of also potentially getting a whole 30 pack for $20. Um, I feel like for if you're super broke, that is not a bad idea to just go in on it with your friends at home. Yep. Yeah. And be like, if you're extremely really broke, sell it and be like, you know, it's going to be so busy. Like, yeah. y'all want to chip in like 
$3 and I can get us more beer than we should drink tonight. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or like um, more than we get can. Get snacks. Get yeah. snacks. Um, like also it wasn't necessarily for budget reasons, but I did have a group of friends who wanted to go out for margaritas on Cinco de Mayo. And I was like, it's going to be a shit show going out and getting margaritas. What if I just make margaritas um, at home? What mm. if yeah. I just make them at home? We and have then margaritas I had, at home. And yeah. then I had a friend who was like, I have a bottle of tequila that we're never going to drink and I'm just going to bring it. Bring and it. so they brought it and like it ended up like I ended up not really spending anything other mm-hmm. than like juice and yeah. sugar. I know at this point in in our current situation, everyone is still kind of. No, everybody's nobody's finished reveling in the fact that we are like able to see each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it feels weird to have like your friends over. Two like basically almost two years later after the initial year of the pandemic, we're still reveling in the fact that we can see each other. We're we're making it. We've like doubly made up for lost time. Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. we're in the same room doing a podcast instead uh-huh. of yeah, in our own exciting. separate homes or mm-hmm. whatever. And. Yeah. And to that point, you can go to a friend's house, and that's fine too. I I, I forget that sometimes. It's like there's so much, especially, especially having moved to Austin mid-pandemic. I'm like, I want to go to new bars. I'm going to go to new restaurants. I want to see, experience new things. But like, it's also just nice to have folks over. Yep. Yeah. And so I I feel like just also from experience, it's not very hard to be like. Hey, everyone coming over, y'all wanna go in on a bottle of something and I will make cocktails with whatever you bring over. If yeah. you have the, your basic kitchen ingredients, like being able to make that for your friends, like it will be really cheap and also like a fun little bonding thing. And sure, and like I yeah. know, like I'm sure I mean, I don't make a ton of cocktails at home, but when I do and when I have ice in my freezer and mm-hmm. citrus and mm-hmm. I I like you have like usually have simple and dim in the fridge for when I the mm-hmm. mood strikes, like it's so much cheaper than going out. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely like on a budget because of tails, and I'm going to Europe for the first time in at the end nice. of August, Exciting. and like I am like extremely motivated. Not because I don't have money, but I want to eat and drink at home so that I can spend all of my money in Europe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, That's about how not I because feel. I'm broke, but it's because I want to spend, spend it all it somewhere else. Somewhere yeah. else. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. definitely like picking up your bottle of tequila, even and even if you're not fresh squeezing lime, like all your grocery stores have. In general, like mm-hmm. some form of lime juice, yeah, usually, yeah, and like not the little like lime bottle that's yeah. pasteurized Tiny, and in yeah. the like in the grocery aisle and not refrigerated, but like your HEB and your Kroger, they all have go to your like in parentheses aisle. fresh squeezed juice now, and mm-hmm. it makes it so easy to just like make and it's, it get to it make a margarita at home or a daiquiri yeah. or a whatever, and it doesn't take. Yeah, it, you don't have to be a craft cocktail bartender to make a good drink at home. Yeah, yeah I feel like margaritas not. and daiquiris are just like a good a good one to make like no one's gonna say no to mark night at your place ever yeah Yeah. who doesn't love a margarita yeah so yeah i think i think i will add one more thing if you're if you're bound and determined to go out uh one you know a a a be willing to drink beer yep what if okay that is the other thing what if you're like i don't even know if i like can get a beer i don't even know if i can get a beer like, um, what are good non-alcoholic? Like, I mean, would you just get a soda? And is that okay? Yeah. Are you going to judge someone? No. For just drinking, like, a Topo and lime or, like, a yeah. soda water or, like, yeah. a Coke if off the want, gun? If you want a no. Coke, soda, and lime, like, 
depending on how busy I am, I might not even charge you. Yep. And for me, if you're like with people who are drinking cocktails, I'm not charging you for <laughs> for a for a Dr. Sorry. Pepper or a whatever. A, 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 a plastic shopping bag just like blew over our room. roof past the window into our backyard. And firework by Katy Perry just started playing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I do feel like that sometimes. Um, Paper bag. I'm so sorry. In the wind. <laughs> that was just wow. Okay, that was huh. really distracting. Yeah, um, we all just were what like, what is about? happening? No, note to self: next time, close the blinds. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't be able to see outside. Yeah, no, <laughs> like it felt like it wasn't even on the wind. Like it just like fell gracefully from yeah the sky okay anyway, anyway um uh, i will add one more thing uh and yes. this is pretty specific to your sister that you don't know and aren't uh, definitely not related to you who's asking with, questions yeah uh i know she lives in new york yes uh new york city is an interesting place because it is one of the most expensive cities in the world but it is also potentially one of the cheapest places to drink if you find the right places you know the good dive bars the good dive bars you can new york has mastered the art of the beer in the shot yep the boiler maker there is if you find the right places less than five dollars yeah like or five dollars five dollars six dollars yeah. tops yep the premium the premium beers and shots are six dollars yeah and and you can drink on the cheap mm -hmm. at and get two drinks for five six dollars uh beer and shots everybody that's that's mm -hmm. the way to go if you're looking to like have a nice time on the on the cheap that's mm -hmm. like that's like 250 yeah. per drink take the shot nurse the beer yeah, Take the shot, nurse the beer. For cocktails, we have to factor in so much more cost uh -huh. for labor, for creation of syrups and garnish and all and all of that. But like a beer and a shot is costing basically zero labor to us to an establishment. And so they can and even I as a as a buyer and price decider will like mark those down because I'm not I have to account for zero labor because mm -hmm. it takes mm -hmm. my bartender one second to crack a beer and pour a shot. Yeah. But this like detailed cocktail while it might only take it might take them a short time in the moment to make the drink it had an a spirit infused and a special juice for it and its own syrup that takes time to make and like yeah. all of those things not just the cost of the ingredients of those things the time and the labor factor into any bar's price yeah and so the things that they just are like cracking or pouring straight out of a bottle and handing to you generally have a lower markup yeah, if, if 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 money is an object for you, like especially if it's super an object for you, uh, seek out the bars that do the 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 those good good beer and shot specials. Yeah, because they are like usually you can find one of my favorite bars in New York is the Levy, uh, which is it's a Williamsburg bar. It's on Barry and like North Fourth Street or something like that. Uh, and they one they do cheese balls for free that's Ooh. dinner like like cheese there you go if you're on the cheese cheese puff balls for uh yes. for free all night long and they have like a five dollar beer and shot special mm -hmm. and that's like 
the way to go. Yeah. Also, it's drinks in and dinner. New York, is it the alligator? Crocodile Lounge Crocodile and Lounge. Alligator okay. Lounge. Yeah, they, they that's another every, really good one. For every beer you get, you get a little ticket to get a pizza, like a little personal pizza. Yeah, for every. So that is legitimately. That is legitimately dinner and, dinner. and uh-huh. a drink or for like drink four or five dollars. Yeah. yeah. For every for every drink you buy, they give you a ticket and you get a personal p- like cheese pizza, and you can add toppings and all that kind of stuff, and that costs like, extra. But extra like, but bad. like, you can yeah in New York. New York is one of those places where you can, you can, you might have to pay a lot for rent, but you can live on the cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and still like do New York and have a nice time. Yeah. Uh, that's less, that's less true other places. It's less true here yeah. in Austin. It's like $40 I, I feel like I spend for a pizza. far more, <laughs> I, I spend far more on food and drink here than I did in New York. But, Harder to find the like rad bargains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, we should get into the last question. Okay, I we have barely any minutes. Okay, so my friend Julia, and I say my friend because she's my friend and not just a listener that we have. Um, but my friend Julia said, for entertaining at home, would love to know about mixed drink racks or or that are delicious and like non-alcoholic or have like a non-alcoholic alternative version. I want to accommodate the sober folks without giving them a drink that ostracizes them from the group. Like an obvious can of plain soda or San Pellegrino, um, which we did talk about a lot last time, but I figure we can talk about it again because I yeah. feel like it is good and especially for like at home. For sure. And like the NA movement is real. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's super real. And like the NA drinkers want more than just a Pellegrino. Yeah. yeah like they that's want, sad. That's we- one of the biggest requests I get is like, what can you make me that's non-alcoholic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We chatted uh, at length about like not only how mocktails not a great word yeah mm-hmm. but like na like the na movement at large because we spoke with i don't know if you know him but uh bjorn taylor uh he he spoke to us at length about his like one he's a bartender who's sober which is a hard thing to be can't imagine um yeah. and and like during the pandemic he he got he like really found his niche as a uh like na cocktail maker and so he's he's been like really really advocating for that and uh one that we used recently was slow luck which is made here in austin i have a little bit downstairs oh, sick i uh i've always i know i wanted to try that yeah, yeah. okay uh, we can, yeah. Try. We can we give you a <laughs> yes. little taste of it uh but like any spirits are a great option but they are typically pretty expensive yeah i at least my experiences with na spirit is like seed lip which definitely doesn't come at like a 20 dollar price point it's more no, like, no, a 40 it's like 30 to 40 yeah ish dollar price point um it's tough honestly to to like to put the care especially if you're entertaining at home mm-hmm. it's tough to put the care that you put into a cocktail can i give into... a recommendation yes of course okay so the other day i literally just made kombucha which is not making anything i just opened it out of a bottle but i put it in a fancy glass glass and put a little peach garnish on it and it felt so fancy fancy. and so nice and like it gave like me that moment of having a fancy cocktail but it was literally just kombucha yeah and i feel like like obviously there's so much like 
craft and like thought that goes into like making a mixed drink but I also think with like a really thoughtful garnish and like presentation you can be like I care about you as my guest here and I want to give you something really and special and I'm not just like cracking a can of Sprite for you yeah. but like I'm giving you something really nice and like that will like be the same gesture as yeah. if you like mix something that also like if you're not like really good at like making drinks and know like flavors and how to mix something like you're not going to give them something gross yeah um for sure and for if me, they don't like it you can always say I like this for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay i think that's where we <laughs> end the episode <laughs> no sarah had something nice to my, say <laughs> my main contribution to this conversation uh, which is my favorite for like party hosting and whatever is like having especially if you're like it's Cinco de Mayo and you're having a like Latin themed party or it's Christmas and you're having a Christmas themed party is mm-hmm. having a punch base that is modifiable and you le- you're leaving the spirit out of it so, yeah. You, yeah. so you're making like a flavor base whether it's like a passion fruit and hibiscus thing or like a spiced apple whatever thing but you're yeah. giving mm-hmm. your guests the option of like you can put bourbon aged rum mm-hmm. or rye whiskey in this or like a more summery thing like you can put nothing in this and just top it with Topo Chico or tonic, or you could put vodka, gin, tequila, mm-hmm. rum, we what, did that. white rum. Yeah, we something did that. like that where you're creating a base flavor, but the spirit doesn't have to be included in that mm-hmm. as far as like your punch party service setup. And it makes it so your guests can like, you have the flavor, the punch, and then you have your bottles of spirit on mm-hmm. the outside, on, and then you have your cups and your ice and your whatever, and they can either like add booze or not, and then yeah. they don't have to feel guilty but they still have like a beautiful well flavored with like a garnish or a punch or whatever cocktail to sip on yeah that's actually a super good i actually love that a lot yeah is, which i feel like brings us I've, i feel like i've mentioned the first episode a couple times now but like the the first episode we talked about making large format stuff for mm-hmm. parties that's like, better if anyway. you're gonna make cocktails for a party go ahead and batch your cocktails or or make a or make a punch because then you don't have to be in the kitchen all night making drinks making for your drinks, friends. Yes. And and then either not getting to enjoy the party yourself or getting way too drunk by doing shots while you're making mm-hmm. uh, cocktails for your cocktails. friends. Yeah. yeah. And like making if you make a punch and then kind of have it be a choose your own adventure for your guests, it's like, you know, I made this. It's it's here and I put a lot of thought into this on its own. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you can add booze to it if you want. Yeah. Or not. Or not. Or not. Or you can have a couple with booze and decide you're too drunk and like maybe I need to (laughs) take it back a notch. Yeah. I'm going to have just an apple cider. Yeah. Yeah. And And no whiskey. And that's. Yeah. Nobody's judging you for and that. Or you're not it's wild that that sounds like a novel idea. But, <laughs> I but like, you can just have a yeah, non-alcoholic yeah. base. And also punch bowls, really easy to find at Goodwill. So if you're broke and want to like have include a... your sober friends, yep. get a really cheap, probably like under $20, like $20 absolute max. You probably get And that's for, like, for crystal. Like yeah. nice with crystal with like cups. 20 glasses yes. and little <laughs> hooks to put around the yes. thing. Like you're going to be able to find an amazing punch bowl for under $20 and... That is like a really fun presentation for your friends. Yes. Mm. And leveling up the presentation. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, I mean, think back to like your your high school times or, or like, you know, like weddings where the people that are getting married don't drink or whatever. I feel like there are so many times that I have been to to occasions where where like there's a punch and it's just like it's like there's ginger ale and lemon and all these things. And it's like, I remember those times very fondly. Like 
those punches are just like so delicious. These these like gingery, fruity. Yep. Lots of soaked fruit usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of fruit and like 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 you can even like freeze ice with the fruit inside oh, yeah, of it. And like that and really you can, is a you presentation can do all level that kind of mm-hmm. you can do all that kind of stuff. Uh, a, a hack I've seen before is like having like a, a bunt cake mold mm-hmm. and filling that with ice and fruit or filling that with water, water and, and fruit, fruit and, and then, then freezing it, it then yeah. it becomes ice <laughs> uh, and you could even fill it with not water you could fill it with like with some sort of like ginger ale or, mm-hmm. or whatever Anything and freeze that will it freeze. Yeah. Um, and, and then stick that in and have it be like a nice little like surprise as it melts yeah uh, there are lots of options yeah, um, especially leveling up the ice and like yeah. that makes a That's difference. That's big. The yeah. like and large ice, format ice and a punch is yeah, basically free a vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and basically free. It's bunt cake, cake pan. Yeah, again, like plastic, whatever plastic good, Tupperware yeah. you have, you can put fruits, herbs, berries, flowers, anything mm-hmm. to make it. Yeah, pretty. and you can for yeah. sure find a thrift bunt pan, like almost oh guaranteed God, for like a yeah. dollar or like little heart ice. It like yes. you could you can do that for mm-hmm. sure on the cheap, literally sure. anywhere. Uh, well, I think I'm going to be late to work. Okay. So we should probably go. Do you have anything to plug? Yeah. Plug your stuff. Plug my stuff. I don't know what to plug. Come to Daiquiri Time Out. If you're ever in Galveston and need a beach vacation, come catch me at Daiquiri Time Out or on the pier at Pelican and the Shark. Nice. Nice. That's all I got. Uh, and check out Speed Rack, y'all. I mean, it's- Yeah, Speed Rack. Of course I should be plugging Speed (laughs) Rack. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's, it's a really cool organization and also just like- Doing the most for people for female identifying humans in this industry for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really really rad. Uh, so changed definitely check my it out. life. I love Very that. Very cool. Uh, and yeah, it's really rad. Check it out. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram uh, at uh, Bottle Episode Pod. Bottle Episode and, Pod. Uh, if you have any questions, please send us. Oh, please send them to us so I don't I have to keep getting you. questions from my sister. I beg of you, um, please send us questions. At, uh, either on either of those platforms or at bottleepisodepod at gmail.com. I'm going to send so many questions. Send me please, questions. please. And please. then we can be like, our listener. Um, this, that's this, not our friend. Can, or you cre- can, you, can, can you create some fake email addresses so that we don't know that it's Don't you. know that it's yeah. me, yes. Big fan of the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll send it for my partner. Coming from use at user one three four four two nine six. What? At gmail.com. Yes. Um uh, yeah, please send us questions. And if you like the show, uh please, uh if you're on Apple Podcasts or and you listen on Apple products, please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a, a review, five star mm-hmm. review, please. And like yeah. t- say something nice about the show. If you don't like the show, then do send us an email and tell us why you don't like it, so that we can potentially improve. <laughs> or you know, mark your message as spam. Yeah, it's or fine. mark your message as um, spam, depending on if you're mean. Uh, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll see you yeah. next episode. And again, Sarah, thank you so much yeah, for, for being you. here. Uh, thank you for carving out some time. This uh, is so fun, y'all. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, well, we'll we will see y'all in a few weeks with. Another episode, another cocktail, another guest, another time. <laughs> we still haven't figured out how to do this, like the outro. The outro. <laughs>